Hello and a very warm welcome to the Big Bright podcast. My name's Emma and today we are lucky enough to have Duncan Copeland with us, Account Director at Fresh Egg, a digital marketing agency who are driven by customer experience. Seeing as every business is promoting to a desired audience and customer, putting them first seems like a no-brainer. But this isn't always the case. It's easy to develop tunnel vision after building or working in a business for a number of years. And more often than not, we start to market to ourselves rather than to the customer. Over lockdown, Duncan has seen many of the brands he works alongside take the time to pause, take stock and measure their marketing efforts in order to attack the rest of 2020 with a clear set of objectives. And he's the man who is helping to guide and implement their new strategy. Welcome, Duncan. Thanks, Emma. Thanks for having me. So, just to begin with, I feel I cannot go any further without mentioning one of my favourite facts about you. The fact that you're highly allergic to egg and you work for a company called Fresh Egg. Yeah. Thanks for... Well, there was a lovely intro to start with, and then I feel like the only reason you've invited me is to lull me in under the guise of Absolutely. talking about digital marketing, and then you just really want to make egg jokes. I wonder if we should try and get as many egg puns in as possible. Maybe oh, that's yeah, like a little game right. we could have. Okay. See how many puns we can get in. Okay, by I'm going to try and concentrate with the questions and an egg pun. Yeah, it's cracking Smashing. idea. Smashing. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your career in marketing so far, and how you've come to work for Fresh Egg. Yeah, so I actually started my career working in-house. Um mostly kind of e-commerce roles, number of different sectors. And I feel like I was lucky because in that early part of my career, I did lots of different kind of hands-on practical elements of, of marketing. So I wrote content, I oversaw paid campaigns, I optimized for, for SEO back in the day when it was all about kind of keyword stuffing oh, and all the, the all the black hat tactics that we've now Love kind that. of come away from, ran email marketing campaigns and even got to work on a bit of kind of above the line as well. So that gave me a really good grounding, both in terms of like, the technical side of lots of different disciplines, but also understanding the types of challenges that, that in-house teams face, which has, has stood me in really good stead. Yeah, and that, that set me up really nicely for when I joined Fresh Egg in 2015, which has flown by that it's been that long. Started senior account manager first and then account director. So day to day, I guess at the minute, that means I work really closely with our clients, helping them to, to plan and implement their strategies. That can be one, two work streams, that's sometimes multi-channel stuff. Yeah, and then I get to work really closely with the teams and, and ultimately implement all of the strategies that we're putting in place and, and deliver value, which means a lot of video calls at the minute. So it's yeah. nice to, yeah, it's nice to you get out. Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, Teams, Skype for Business, Slack, everything. Because you're based in Worthing, aren't you? So it's exciting we are, like, coming yeah. into Brighton. I know. It's a whole half an hour I away. I know. It's a half an hour away, a train ride <laughs> for the first time with the mask. A lovely view from the Bright offices. Yeah, it made the trip worthwhile. So you work alongside a really wide range of brands across different industries. So you've probably had an overarching view on how lockdown has affected the different businesses. So I'm sure some have thrived and others have struggled to yeah. maintain their original offerings. So how has it been? For you. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. It goes without saying that, that it has been really tough for, mm -hmm. for a lot of businesses. We've had some clients that have been forced to close their entire kind of frontline operations at the start of lockdown. Then at the other end of the spectrum, we've had clients who are dealing with unprecedented demand, which is a challenge in itself. So that's been really interesting, albeit at the other end of the spectrum. We work with a number of charities, which has been a really intriguing one to kind of get under the skin of. Their, their challenge has been a lot of their physical fundraising effort. So the types of stuff they'd normally be doing 
whether that's kind of stores or people running marathons, all that kind of stuff, that's obviously all being cancelled. So they're having to move to a kind of more digital fundraising effort to keep that money coming in. So for a couple of those charities, we've been doing things like helping them run A-B testing experiments to try and drive more donations at this time, trying to change messaging so that it's kind of more relevant with people's current situations. And they've been really successful. So that's that's been really great that we've been able to help some of those businesses. So you're trying to reach the same audience just in a different way yeah online way yeah exactly it's the the audience that would otherwise be fundraising in different ways i guess and trying to use whether it's their database or whether it's the traffic that's hitting the website to kind of try and capture as many people as possible and how quickly did you have to kind of pivot and change that strategy was that within a week or did you you know yeah i mean crazy yeah it was pretty crazy the last two weeks of march i guess it would have been were really really crazy obviously there was a whole load of uncertainty just generally with it with everybody whether you you know business family life everything and it meant that a lot of the strategies and a lot of the workflows that we had in place all kind of had to be completely reviewed some some of the strategies had to be torn up and completely reworked because the objectives that we had in place just simply weren't either feasible or relevant your clients were relying on you to help guide them into yeah. the new direction even though you didn't necessarily know where that new direction was yeah exactly and that you know that again it was it was a challenge in itself and we we kind of quickly established this kind of three-step approach where we were like right the first thing we need to do is is respond you need to do that immediately within days and then it's thinking about right what are the the next steps to do after that because it's very easy to get bogged down in in all of that chaos and then as we've moved from response into kind of trying to get back to some kind of normality is planning for then the kind of phase that we're in at the minute with a lot of our clients which is like planning for the new normal and planning for what comes after i know the the phrase at the moment the new (laughs) normal whatever that might look like and have you been doing anything on like tv advertising because i guess there's been an increase of people actually using that as a medium yeah it's it's really interesting in that i've been speaking to a lot of businesses and a lot of other agencies about how there's like there's extra value in tv at the minute and a lot of digital channels as well actually where some businesses who've been really really unfortunate and kind of having financial implications who've had to pull back on some of their advertising spend which has meant that slots that were pre-booked on tv or whatever are now vacant so there's lots of value yeah snapping them up and the value there if you're lucky enough to be in a position where where that's viable for your business and i guess we know you're spending more time we're not we're not going out as much we're not seeing family and friends as often as we were so we're spending a hell of a lot of time on our devices and, and online and watching tv so it's almost like there's a more engaged audience in a weird way throughout all of this. Definitely. The emphasis on becoming more present online has meant some brands have had to change and adapt their strategy quickly, as we've just talked about. Your mission at Fresh Egg is to develop audience-first strategies. So do you have any examples of clients you've helped to do this over lockdown? Yeah, I mean, the audience-first approach is something that we've been huge advocates of for for a number of years and it's kind of central to everything we do as you mentioned in the introduction but I kind of feel like it's been more important than ever with the current situation and yeah we've been working with London Estate Agent Group KFH since 2015 so we've helped ensure that they've got an audience first strategy in place already but obviously as we, we mentioned a little earlier that strategy's had to kind of massively adapt since the start of March and the, and the lockdown started to take effect so they were one of the businesses where their, their frontline operation kind of effectively closed down completely so our strategy of focusing on driving leads to the frontline of the business had to be completely reworked so rather than focusing on leads what we did was switched up that approach so that everything we were doing was around helping customers in, in whatever way that, that we could so we 
we set about kind of gathering insight into how those key audiences were searching, what types of information they were after, what kind of challenges they were coming up against. And, you know, as you can imagine, and with the property market, there was a ton of uncertainty around what you could and couldn't do and people who were in the middle of transactions. So it was a really stressful time for people. So we kind of researched the kind of things that people were searching for and then made sure we created content that answered those needs. So I love that. I think that's so clever. It sounds so simple, doesn't it, when you say it like that? But yeah, it's, it's been really effective. Well, um, what else can you do apart from just be there and as like an authority for, exactly. for those questions? And because it's always the same, isn't it? If you help people, they'll remember that and then exactly. they'll come back to you. Yeah, and I think the thing that's been really good is it's, it's been effective from a point of view that we've helped existing customers who are looking for information. You're in the middle of a house move what does this mean? What what happens next? But also because we created that content digitally, seeded it out there via social channels, but just simply having that content on the on the website that works really effectively organically anyway. We've had new audiences discovering CareFH for the first time because they're heading to search and searching for coronavirus property related. So has it boosted things. their SEO? Are yeah, they now you know appearing you, for those terms? This, we looked at specific terms that were relevant and created content around that that matched the audience needs. And yeah, they've gained visibility for some of those coronavirus property related terms. And obviously, they're not going to be around forever. So that's not a long, long term strategy. But it just shows that if you can create the right content that people are searching for, then it can be really, really effective. And that will create a long lasting benefit via Google as well, because I'll have seen that there was, you know, a surge of traffic. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the things that overarching principle for me and a lot of the clients that we work with is it just really highlighted the need to be really agile in the way you work. You might have had any success during that initial period if it takes you 10 weeks to get content created and then it has to go into a development sprint cycle and by the time it's live on the website either your competitors have done a better job or it's no longer relevant it there was really... a lot of copycat wasn't there stuff going on yeah and i guess it you know it means that you have to focus on having those processes in place and hopefully you know i think we've certainly as an agency we've got better at that working with our clients at being really agile and i think it's a really good lesson to learn that you do need to be really agile and you have to have those processes that are in place so that you can react really quickly to stuff like this absolutely and talking of change that i'm a firm believer that although sudden change might be difficult to manage it does force us out of our comfort zones and it does inspire a new direction yeah so obviously we've seen restaurants switch to home delivery and fitness industry has gone online yeah. so everyone's had to adapt in some way how have you and your clients approached the change in strategy going forward yeah, those changes have been really interesting haven't they i think one of the positives if you can call it that to come out of this pandemic is changes that have been really beneficial for customers have happened virtually overnight that might necessarily have taken five years and otherwise might stay around as well exactly and you know going back to the property market example things like virtual tours and being able to go online and look at a property digitally without even having to set foot outside your house is a real bonus like especially still. if it's in Cornwall or something exactly I mean when we were house searching like the amount of properties that you walk into and you go straight away nope not for me doesn't look like the pictures don't like the vibe or whatever to be able to really effectively see what a property is like before having to leave and leave that was the happening house. like on a very small scale wasn't it the more upmarket property places were doing it but now it's kind of across the board and everyone's having to rush to keep up yeah and that's when it comes down to customer behaviors changed right and that's why you should always put the audience at the heart of everything that you do 
because yes, it might initially be quite a costly investment to put that kind of tech in place. And yes, you might have to think really carefully about processes and all those kind of things. But ultimately, customers are now becoming used to that kind of thing and they're expecting it. And if you're not doing it and your competitors are doing it, then you're going to start falling behind. It's a virtual kick up the bum. I know, exactly. And that's, you know, those changes that I mentioned that might have taken five years to come into play have, have kind of happened overnight. And then another thing that's kind of really important is understanding what success looks like and how you're going to measure it. That's really, really key. That's important at any point. But again, it's become increasingly important in the current situation. One of the tools that we've been using really effectively to to do that is Data Studio and creating kind of Data Studio dashboards. Um, And if you're not familiar with Data Studio, it's it's Google's free data visualization tool, I guess. It comes with a a load of -of out-of-the-box connectors to things like Google Analytics. And what it enables you to do is take all of that data that's in those in Google Analytics and and other platforms and, and visualize it and kind of create bespoke reports that include all the information that you want to look at. That's um, cool. I've never heard of that. Haven't you? It's no. amazing. You should check it out. And it's so simple to and it's use. Free. It's free. It's so simple to use. So I'm not particularly technical and I can create dashboards and reports and that kind of thing. It's, it's really, really valuable and, and really powerful if you can connect multiple data sources to it and you can link it up to a Google BigQuery and you can get really, really clever with it. Um, but even in its most basic form, it allows you to visualize your data or your client's data. So where we've been using that is by making our internal reporting really efficient. So as you can imagine, like you can spend ages trawling through Google Analytics data on clients' reports. So what we do is create Data Studio dashboards of the key data and the kind of normal places that we'd look and then you can spend more time looking at insight and trying to understand or maybe it's dig deeper. Exactly. And you know what it's like, you go into Google Analytics and yeah. then like an hour later, you're like, oh, I've gone down a total rabbit hole here. Whereas these dashboards just give you a really quick visual. And where that's also really important is with clients. So you've obviously got stakeholders at clients who are always interested in their data. But at the minute, that interest probably goes up a level or two higher than it has been in the past. So you've got kind of C-suite, if they weren't already interested in what was happening on a day-to-day basis, they very much are at the minute in the current situation. So to be able to take what can be quite technical, nuanced data or even phrases and different categorizations of data, be able to visualize that in a way that somebody non-technical can understand really quickly is really, really powerful. Like with reports, you can bamboozle people exactly, with all the yeah. figures. And actually, sometimes a graph or something a pie chart can really easily show you know what yeah. you're trying to say in a whole paragraph of text so. yeah definitely and it's really easy to adapt in data studio as well so if you've got kind of two or three reports in there if you're like oh we've launched a new product or actually this part of our business has become really important right now you can add a new page add pull some new data in and adapt it and change it and um, so it's kind of like an evolving thing as well so it's, it's really really powerful i'd really recommend anybody checking it out if they haven't already Cool. Well, we'll definitely link to it in our supporting blog post for this podcast. Yeah, sounds good. For those looking at their marketing strategy and wanting to ensure it's along the right lines for the next 12 months, do you have any handy tips or secret hints on how to measure their current activity in order to make changes? Yeah. It's so a big it, question. Sorry. It's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just give us all your insights yeah. over 12 months. <laughs> so, I mean, I think in terms of how I'll be approaching it, I think 
it's about those key fundamentals. You know, I feel like I've said a couple of times, it's always been really important, but it's even more important now. And I think it's coming back to those fundamentals of creating a digital strategy or a single channel strategy or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Firstly, understanding your audience and their needs if you don't already. And there's various different ways that we could do that. We could have a whole other podcast on on that, but really getting into the data. And if you can, speaking to customers and gathering insight from actual customers is, is really, really valuable as well. And then using all of that insight to secondly put a strategy in place to meet those needs when i say put a strategy in place that's not you know we've seen here it's not put a strategy in place in january or at the start of the financial year and then you can put that away for the rest of the year you need to be constantly reviewing that and adjusting it and making it agile as i've said a couple of times as well and then to understand whether that's working or not the third point would be measurement and as I said, refining that strategy or refining the activities and the plans that you're working on. So those three things, I think, understanding the audience, having an agile strategy in place, and then making sure that your measurement of all the activity that you're doing is spot on. And those are the kind of the fundamentals that I would recommend that, that any business looks at. And then I think, again, that overarching thing that I mentioned earlier is the importance of being agile and making sure that any work that you're completing or any content that you want to get on your website or campaigns or whatever it is, that you can do that really quickly and effectively. You know, I guess sometimes not worrying about that final percent of is that button better there or that word or that word like the whole fail fast mentality isn't it yeah it's just get it out there and measure whether it's working or not or test it or whatever it is you know we're all guilty of that spending a month talking about something and not kind of just being clear making a decision and getting on with it and I think again the, the current working situation where you've got people spread all over of different locations and working from home and the amount of physical meetings obviously decreased we still have our, our virtual meetings but yeah being able to just make really clear decisions and just get on with it and, and that's and get really what there. your clients are looking at you to do aren't Definitely. they because they're really busy trying to Definitely. change what they're offering yeah. so it's up to you to advise and actually make those decisions really quickly be ahead of the competitors yeah and, and just go for it have the confidence and that's what I love about my role where I'm kind of the almost like the link between the clients and our and our technical teams. Obviously, our technical teams are working really closely with our clients as well. But, you know, KFH is an example. I've been working with them for five years. So I feel like I've got a really, really good understanding of not only their business, but their market. So that's where we can kind of handle things for them. We're having obviously regular catch-ups with them, but we're able to instinctively kind of know the right path or know the right suggestions to make or know the right things to put in place and be able to, to move really quickly and ultimately provide value because that's what we're here for as marketeers, whether you're internally in an in-house or whether you're at an agency, it's all about providing value and about providing value to that business. Yeah, that's a great point to finish on, I think. And thank you so much for joining us. No problem at all. Thank you. I feel like there was some really good stuff in there. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And if yeah, if anyone's got any questions or anything, then happy to be contacted on LinkedIn or whatever that might be to, to see how I might be able to help. Yeah, we'll put your LinkedIn info and also the link to Fresh Egg if anyone's interested because I know you're doing quite a lot of webinars at the moment. Yeah, we're doing webinars and yeah, we're always just open for a chat about what, what challenges you're currently facing and whether we can yeah be of any help and support at all. Yeah. Fabulous. Cool, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe to ensure you never miss an episode. You can find out more top tips from the Bright team on our website at bright-interactive.co.uk.